Just drop that ass, bitch. It's open micers in the house. Pop that pussy with that open micers logo in your mouth. Jason with his bald ass head. Jacob looking in bed. It's open micers, bitch. Heard what I said. Drop that ass, drop that ass. Open micers in the house. Drop that ass, pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the mouse. Drop that ass, pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. The mic is now open. That's right. The mic is now open for our Patreon special episode of Headliners. I've been so excited about this. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. I'm drinking Pepsi Max, not a sponsor. (laughs) Um, I'm also excited for Headliners, Jason, because we haven't talked to our guest in a long time on this podcast, or at least I haven't. And he's never done a Headliners with us because no one has. But what guest would be more perfect for headliners than the one and only who the oh, the one and only man who holds the record for the most appearances on open micers and just keeps building on it? Wally Phelps, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, thank you. I am. Uh, I have paused Spider-Man Two to be here, <laughs> as have uh, I, as have I, Wally. And uh, I uh, look forward to not having to do this. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> Wally, obviously we've, we haven't gotten your thoughts on our new theme song. What do you think about our new theme song to the show? Well, I have to say that you kind of put the composer behind the eight ball a little bit because you can't hear the music over here. So... It's like an acapella guy just yelling about popping pussy. See, I don't yeah. understand. Like, it's all one track. Why is it not playing the actual music through Zoom, well, but you can hear the vocals? That makes no sense. Well, it doesn't no make idea. it better. I mean, I mean, it's it already. I already thought it was a little like a weird way to introduce this show <laughs> specifically, <laughs> but it. it, it Without the music, it just feels like, I don't know, it feels like a bad Pitch Perfect sequel. Hell yeah. So, I'm not I'm not totally into See, it I've the never way ex- that you have presented it to me. I've never, I'm, I don't ever get to experience it a cappella. I have to hear it with the, with the, the acoustic guitar. Yeah, well, so You're it, it sounds like. separating it. Yeah, Jason, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, Jason, you're the worst. Let's gang up on him, yeah. Wally, like we always do. <laughs> you know, my my thing is that I like to I, I like to buff his chops about his aversion to technology. Not really aversion, but like he's become our parents. Hey, speaking of that, it, <laughs> how many times have me and you done? podcast together commentary tracks for nerd cave retro with the same zoom link yet every single time i have to resend you the same zoom link how come i at least i i've may suck not it on at nerd the cave internet. not on nerd cave it's, this time you did i hadn't been on this show in over a year but it's the same zoom link <laughs> it's like there's no different have two different see i thought you were an appropriate businessman i thought you were doing two different links 
Wally, oh, that was your first shows. mistake, was thinking that there's anything professional about any of what we're doing. <laughs> I see. Okay. I was see, making, you heard our theme song, the Wally. Link. We're not professional. I was making fun of you to Jacob before you came on. I said, he makes fun of me for not being able to Google it. At least I know how to use a, a Gmail search bar. <laughs> I did. Do. And the thing is, is like I, 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 the way I look for it was open micers, and I never had like a link in an open micers email. I had and I'm to like, do a Zoom. Just type oh, that's Zoom. Weird. Well, if I type in Zoom, I'll get every Zoom I've ever been a part of. And, you know, I've been a part of more since the last time I did this show. Well, aren't you Mr. And fucking I... Popular? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my alarm's uh, going off saying I need to be on the open micers right now. Oh, nice. A little late, but... <laughs> my alarm's going off saying I need to wrap this up so I can play Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of wrapping this up, what... <laughs> have, have, you know how this this episode goes, Wally. You've heard the headliners episodes before, haven't you? Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's basically morning zoo type uh, riffing on yeah. the... No, it's not, Wally. It's an entirely original and a cool concept that we're doing. Oh, yes. It's, it's nothing apologize. like anything else that's ever existed before, <laughs> Wally. Jacob Craig is a comedy genius. Yes, not really. But <laughs> are we ready to go ahead and get started in, uh, in Headliners 3? Yeah, we yes. are, man. And anyone who hasn't listened to it before, it's we rip headlines off of the internet and we rock to the headlines. And if it's interesting, then we'll go further. If not, then we won't. So it is now time for Headliners 3D. This time it's personal. So are we ready to jump in? Yes. All right. You want to do the first one, Jason? Yeah, here we go. Uh, this and, and keep in mind, I have not seen any of these either. These are all, all from Jacob that he yeah, puts in the Google Doc here. Uh, this is from bloodyelbow.com. What a fucking name. Child boxing match involving nine-year-olds being promoted in West Virginia. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Boone County brawl promote Boone County. That tells you everything you need to know right there. Boone County. Boone, Boone County. Brawl promoter salutes bravery of child fighters. Uh, they announced it on their Facebook page. Two youngsters stepping into the ring for the first time ever. This bout will be a at a 68-pound max, and both kids are nine years old making their boxing debut. <laughs> of them has a learned story career. Mason the Viper Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> the viper how did how do you get a nickname at nine years old i like know uh, is out of ashland kentucky and is coached by charlie hanshaw and landon pitbull van dyke is trained by coy wit in richlands virginia can these people sound have, like disgraced boxers to me can these people <laughs> have more hillbilly-ish names i mean you got coy you got maynard you got uh, oh yeah. man this they nicknamed awesome. him the Pitbull because his dad cut a piece of his ear off. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Wally? Is this uh... maybe they are dogs? <laughs> yeah, maybe they're dogs, dude. <laughs> I mean, nine years old fighting—that sounds like dogs to me. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, this kid—I'm looking at the pictures now. This kid, Landon Van Dyke, he. He looks like he, he he could beat me up. Like he's got he's got that killer. He looks like a school bully type. And uh, poor Mason, he, like this this poor kid just has the look of fear 
in his face. So I, I think Landon's going to come out on top in this, uh, Glass this Joe exhibition. Versus... Yeah, he does. He looks like baby Glass Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, what a wonderful time to start with CTE. Now, I do have a, a, a very valid question here. Is there an athletic commission in West Virginia? <laughs> I, yeah, is there an athletic commission involved in this? I don't think and so. And second question, follow-up question, doesn't involve an STI test. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. This is I, – I don't see anything. Uh, all I see is Boone County Brawl, chill – Chill Boxing presents. I don't know what chill. chill it's at you could you can look it up right now. Facebook.com slash chill boxing or uh at chill boxing on Instagram and TikTok. Now oh, would the fight get called off if one of the kids popped for Adderall? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or testosterone. Uh, I mean there is it, it, a state Jason. athletic commission. So I I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, the the vipers juicing. That's that's what I'm. That's my call, right <laughs> yeah. there, dude. The funniest thing. So I pulled this headline because it was making the rounds on Facebook with everyone being like, "How horrible is this?" And there's literally fights exactly like this here in Biloxi. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got like uh, what do they call it? Like the the younger boxing leagues and stuff like that. I mean, you well, got. But, but uh, all right, let me re- let me rephrase this. They they do child MMA in Biloxi. Not boxing. Okay, that's true. Yeah. So now that I think about it, there are kids getting their arms broken in Biloxi. <laughs> in an I MMA mean, fight. when you put it that way, uh, but we're we're Mississippi. We have an excuse. What else <laughs> yeah. are the kids going to do? Meth? Yeah. Right. It's keeping them out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> keeping them off the streets. Keep them out of Van Cleve and out of jail. They're on the TikToks <laughs> and stealing Kias. All right, so let's let's move on to the next story. All right, here here's one that I think Wally would appreciate a lot, and I just want you to take this headline with um a grain of sarcasm here. Zachary Levi, star of Shazam Two, slams the garbage coming out of Hollywood. I mean Shazam Two, the star <laughs> of Shazam Two. Right, so he, that's. It's like saying, you know, uh, Jacob Craig, <laughs> maker of whatever his dinner was tonight, slams five star chef. Right. I made dirty rice. Tony Satchery's. All right. So his his exact comment. It says, I personally feel like the amount of content that comes out of Hollywood that is garbage. They don't care enough to actually make it great for you guys. They don't. Wait, that's his quote? That's not even a cohesive thought. All right, he continues to say, how many times do you watch a trailer and go, oh my God, this looks so cool. Then you go to the movie and it's like, this is what I get? They know that once you've already bought the ticket and you're in the seat, they've got your money. And the only way for us to change any of it is to not go to the garbage. We have to actively not choose the garbage. It'll help. It'll help a lot. And he wonders why Shazam 2 was not a success at the box office. I know he said that after the fact. My, but even still, I have so many thoughts about this because he's arguing against all of his peers, all of them, also all of his movies, 
and all of his well, I mean, Tangled was good. Um, he's also in the first two Thor movies, but he uh, there's a balance but, of this. He doesn't have it. Yeah. Well, the second Thor movie was also bad, but he it just it doesn't make any sense to me to say you know if you go to a movie and it's bad that's your fault essentially um i i don't i don't get his message really because if can you not think of good movies that were released within the last two three years because i can and i went to go see them in the theater because i wasn't buying a ticket to garbage you know i went to yes they're big movies like the ninja turtle movie the um, you know, and even the smaller ones like every everything everywhere all at once that came out last year, I, he he is just he's just butthurt over Shazam too. That's all there is yeah. to it. And, he, he's and, upset. Wasn't Zachary Levi like a COVID denier too? Like <laughs> wasn't he? he? Was yeah, I think but he's... that I don't even think what was a big thing with Shazam two. The reason why I didn't go see Shazam two is that it didn't look good. It did not look yeah. like a good movie. Yeah. I liked the first one. Yeah, I liked the first one too. I had no desire to see part two though. It looked yeah, the like second garbage. One did not look great. Yeah, it looked like garbage. Meanwhile, he's talking about Top Gun Maverick. Like, don't buy a ticket to it. <laughs> it sucks. And everyone that saw it thought it was great. I, I thought, mean, except yeah. for maybe two people. Maverick was awesome. I mean, it was just basically the first movie all over again. But you know, right? With oh, beach well, football instead awesome. of beach volleyball. Yeah. All right, here Excellent. we go. Uh, third third story here. Uh, this is from LiveScience.com. 800-pound alligator is the longest ever caught in Mississippi. The gigantic animal measured 14 feet, 3 inches long, beating the previous record for the longest alligator caught by permitted hunters by, by more than 2 inches. I'll show you more than 2 inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I mean, people are probably going to wonder, like, there are alligators in Mississippi from yeah. people who aren't from here. Oh yeah, dude. But how much? How many gator balls do you think you can make out of that alligator? Oh, oh, an obscene amount. Yeah, eight hundred pound, eight hundred pound alligator balls. That's a lot of hungry. boots and belts. Yeah. All right, well, this is going swimmingly. Yeah. (laughs) Those were two duds, two headline duds back to back. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right, this one should, all right, this is so ridiculous that this should uh, get a laugh Oh, we got another Boosie, Boosie, uh, another another Boosie news story. Boosie is a staple of headlines (laughs) so far. Uh, Boozy Badass goes off after Waffle House worker refuses to cook potato wrapper brought from home. (laughs) In that infinite wisdom (laughs) is bringing potatoes from home to an establishment. Uh, that has potatoes. I know. That's the thing. Like, they have their own potatoes. What, do you not trust the Waffle House potatoes? You have to bring one from home? <laughs> once it once it breaches that barrier between the front of the house to back of the house, it's over. Uh, <laughs> it's already painted. Okay. I mean, so 
That would be like walking in with your entire breakfast, like eggs, uh, bacon, toast, or bread to make toast, and a potato, and be like, cook this for me. Like, no. (laughs) His disconnect from reality is so funny, dude. So he, he made an Instagram video about this, and he's, so this is a quote from the video. He says, I'm a Waffle House person. But last week, I go into it with the cook at Waffle House. He tried me. Everywhere I go, I leave a $100 tip or more. So I asked him. I brought a potato from my house. I say, make me some breakfast potatoes. All I had to do was chop it up and make me some breakfast potatoes. He said he couldn't do it. I say, you can't do what? It's a bet. I won't be back. He said, all you had to do was make the breakfast potatoes. <laughs> Boosie adds, they get paid $2 an hour. I leave a $100 tip every time. I brought a potato from my house. He ain't want to make me the breakfast potatoes. I say, I'm done with you. You are grateful. I, I want to get a t shirt that says, he ain't want to make me breakfast potatoes. I'm literally crying. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm saving that quote. I'm putting that on a t-shirt. I'm putting that on an official open micers t-shirt. Please. I wonder if we can put a picture of Boosie on it or if we'll get sued. Uh, Can I put that Breakfast potatoes in the Waffle House font. Yeah. Uh, he ain't want me. He ain't want to make me breakfast potatoes. <laughs> uh, this isn't the first time recently that Boosie has tried to go against the company's protocol for his advantage. Back in June, the Louisiana rapper became upset after he was refused entry on a kid's ride at an amusement park in California. <laughs> what advantage do you get for bringing your own potato? This dude is a better comedian than all of us put together. <laughs> Why did he have to ride the kids' ride? What ride was he trying to ride? have a child under nine. I'm looking this up. Boosie Badass gets, gets mad after he stopped from getting on a kid's amusement park ride. <laughs> Say which one. Oh, I'm looking. Uh, Was it the teacups? <laughs> Let's see. In the video clip, uh, Boosie appears to have been denied by the ride operator. The person filming Boosie leaving the amusement park ride visibly upset asked the dejected rapper what happened. You can't ride? He asked while giggling why you can't ride. <laughs> he points at the train operator as the person who told him he couldn't get on the ride. The train operator looks back at the racker and gives him the yes, I said you can't get on this ride expression on her face. Boosie eventually leaves the ride area in a huff, seemingly angry that he couldn't ride the amusement park attraction. It doesn't say what ride it was, though. You know, the funny thing here is that all of these things are... Just slightly against the rule. Right. <laughs> no, but it's it's things that aren't like 
you know, no no stealing, uh, no killing, no nothing like that. They just going to the amusement park and demanding <laughs> to ride this flat ride. <laughs> that, oh. that is built for four year olds. He, he was just asking, cook me some breakfast potatoes, bruh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bring Why my you own ain't want to cook my potato? I'm bringing my own potato to Waffle House from now on <clears throat> and asking for breakfast potatoes. Oh my oh, god. We should, we, we should present to Boosie with a potato. Uh, we need to get Boosie on the show. Dude, somebody <laughs> Dude, if we if we can raise four grand, I can do it. Because that's what that's what he does. That's how Boosie makes money now is he goes on podcasts, the podcast pays him four grand, and then he tells them about like who used to murder people. He's just like a complete open <laughs> book for four grand. Wow. Yeah. I just want to know about potatoes. Yeah. Oh, all potato questions. But we'd need the four grand first. Oh man. Well that Oops, made up all potatoes. That made up for the last two stories. <clears throat> that was hard to get through, dude. I'm s i am I still have tears in my eyes. All right, here we go. Next story. Um all right, from iHeart. What is WWNC? Oh, it's a AM radio station, iHeart.com. Twenty year old dies of fried rice syndrome after eating leftover pasta. And I did she not strikes know this. again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that this was even a thing, dude. How did I make it through my uh college years? Uh so fried out, rice intoxication. <laughs> leftovers can be d- very dangerous and even deadly. Sadly, that was the case for a 20-year-old student who passed away after eating five-day-old pasta. Uh, Let's see. On Sunday, he cooked up some spaghetti and put it in a Tupperware container so that days later he could add some sauce and reheat. Uh, After five days of the pasta sitting on the counter at room temperature, uh, he noted an odd taste but figured it was just due to the new tomato sauce. He went out to play some sports, but after 30 minutes, he had to come home due to nausea, abdominal pain, and a headache. Uh, diarrhea and vomiting followed, so he drank water and tried to sleep it off. The next day, he didn't get out of bed. His parents checked on him, and unfortunately, he died. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> this is so scary to me, because the reason it's called fried rice syndrome is because, like, fried rice... You leave the rice out and let it get old before you make it into fried rice. And so people like will get sick from it sometimes. Just regular fried rice. That's crazy. I was wondering why they called it fried rice syndrome because it doesn't say anything about fried rice in this. I feel real, you know, this is a tragedy, obviously. Uh, But uh, you can't say that that spaghetti wasn't to die for. okay i don't think i can top that so we're gonna move on all right (laughs) all right this is from abc news and the headline is literally it's a kayak with a grenade launcher and it could be game changer in ukraine (laughs) is it bad that i want one of these (laughs) Kiev, Ukraine, in a quiet bay of the Dnipro River, a one-hour drive from Kiev, a group of Ukrainian engineers and special forces soldiers tested what they believe could be a game-changer in the Ukrainian counteroffensive, the Polaz M-16 combat kayak. (laughs) 
What otherwise looks like a familiar watercraft has been redesigned for special military purposes. In the Kyrson region, for example, where the front line parallels the wide Dnipro River and the multiple islands in between its banks. To design something like this, you have to build boats for 30 years. That's what I've been doing, says Serhei Ostyashenko, CEO of whatever. All right, this it's got very boring newsy real quick about grenade launcher kayaks. That's that's the whole meme. NBC a... News. The <laughs> mate grenade launching kayaks bore. <laughs> right. Is it, is it just me or does <laughs> combat kayaks sound like a, an old like arcade game from the 80s? I was thinking it was like a new from P.I. Joe combat pilot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I see, I see and this, I like how this guy, the Sergei Ostashenko, uh, it says to design something like this, you have to build boats for 30 years. That's what I've been doing. Literally, all it is is a kayak with a freaking grenade launcher like <laughs> bolted to the front of it. That's like all it is. It's a new extreme Japanese sport. Japanese fellow with a kayak in one hand and a grenade launcher in the other. <laughs> Boom! Kayak, grenade launcher. Right. Funny headline, but it was a dud thanks to ABC News. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, ooh, I've been waiting on this one. Oh, yeah. From WLOX.com, cruising the coast. Thousands attend annual flamethrower contest at Island View. Uh, the heat is on Tuesday night at Cruising the Coast <laughs> at the Island View Casino in Gulfport. Thousands attended the annual flamethrowing competition. Bursts of orange and yellow, blah, 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 blah. Um, when all the flames go up and it looks like a big fireball, said Davis Speed, a Gulfport resident. Well, that's the name you need when you're you know doing yes. car shit. <laughs> need for speed. Uh, seven contestants line the square ready to start their engines and see just how tall their flames can grow. Uh, so is that what they do? Like, just where the flames yeah. come out at? Yes, the back and of if their there's car. a tie, there's a dick measuring contest. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they I won I by this... two inches. <laughs> <laughs> Callback. I, I that gator was destined to win. <laughs> I I pulled this in, in the middle of us uh, torching cruising the coast while it was happening, uh, right before I did the open rants for it, because everyone is just like, "Oh, why? How is cruising the coast so dangerous?" And then you're literally holding a flamethrower contest with thousands of people in attendance in a parking lot. It's not even a very big parking. <laughs> No, no, not a big parking lot. Not big enough to shoot flamethrowers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a judge for that one. Yeah, I mean, I had who... eyebrows before this event. <laughs> Maybe we should tr- we should ask them to be uh, uh, judges next year, Jacob. I'm sure they'll we'll point them to this episode and the other uh, rants episode. Be like, let us be judges, right? Let us press badges. <laughs> I don't know who they would even get to judge that, dude. I mean, I feel like Guy Fieri should judge it for, <laughs> I don't know, just because it's flames, I guess. But it should be him, right? Looks like my hair, dog. <laughs> Single-handedly keeping Tom Hardy in, in a... I mean, never mind. I'm not going to All right, what is this All next right. one? 
Uh, so this next one is WWE's Randy Orton paid someone a thousand dollars to level up his Elden Ring character. <laughs> the Legend Killer worked smarter, not harder, to get away to get ahead in From Software's challenging action RPG. Uh, it's no secret that the crossover between video games and professional wrestling is there. Uh, hilarious signs fans bring to events. Trying to get a quote here from Randy. Uh, he says, uh, uh, let's see. I got or- it. Orton, he, he disliked, says, yeah. Orton disliked have You want to read it? Well, I got the, uh, I got a quote from him. I don't okay. know what you were reading. Uh, but he says, yeah, it's fucking hard. I paid a guy a thousand bucks to give me infinite runes so I could level up to a hundred right away. Um, Orton told her, I love the game, though. It's awesome, but no, I couldn't deal with that, all that bullshit, so I just paid a guy to give me a bunch of runes. <laughs> I mean, if you love the game, then don't you want to play it? <laughs> I mean, isn't that the point of playing a game? Not only this, but Randy Orton's cool points have definitely diminished since the beginning of this <laughs> conversation. I mean, this is, I, I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, back in the you know height of World of Warcraft, people used to pay people to level up characters for them mm-hmm. and stuff. But I never understood doing that. Like, why would you want like to level up a character? I mean, the whole point of the game is to play the game and enjoy yourself to, while you're getting to one, you know, whatever the top level is. Yeah. I don't know. Some people just don't like that. Well, I mean, but... Yeah, but you don't know how that, your player works. Like, if you somebody levels you up to 100 and gives you, you know, you level up to 100, like, you don't know how to, your character works. Like, you haven't been playing. Play the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, that seems like a very small amount of money for how much work that actually is. I know. Mm-hmm. A thousand I mean, be put into that. People used to pay that much back in the day for World of Warcraft people to, to be leveled up to, the, to level cap. And I feel like inflation has not kept up. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, mm-hmm. that seems like that should, you know, if I have to play however many hours that is in a game to get the top level, I'm charging, a, you know, at least 10 grand for my time. Yeah. He probably asked them like 15 year old wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it just makes me think that he is just not satisfied with the amount of DLC available in most games. Oh, you know who he had do it? It was, um, he had, uh, hold on. Hollow Creed? <laughs> no, I was trying to bring this up. He had, uh, 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 Landon, the, the Viper Van Dyke leveled him up. <laughs> Exchange for training. <laughs> oh, God. now that's a movie right there. In exchange for. For training me for my boxing duel, <laughs> I will level up your character. I like it. Why do you have a grown man's voice, nine-year-old? <laughs> that kid looks like he would have a grown man's voice. <laughs> my nickname is the Viper. He's <laughs> like, what was that kid on, uh, ah, shit. Remember the Little Rascals, the one kid that had the real name voice, but Froggy or whatever his <laughs> name was? Yeah. All right, here we go. WLOX.com again. Massive shopping cart makes appearance at Cruising the Coast block party. Uh, let's see. Visual representation of my Amazon page. Uh, let's see. It built he 
We've been looking for the shopping cart at Cruising the Coast events. We found it at the Bluxy CTC block party. Jay Ruelas of San Antonio, Texas, built it from the wrecked frame of a GMC Suburban. He says, the vehicle was totaled. I told the guy I could repurpose the car, and the guy asked me why. There was a shopping cart nearby, and I told him I could build that. The guy said, no way. And I said, okay, it's a challenge. Two months later, here it is. (laughs) It's also street legal with all the bells and whistles. Uh, Rulis told us he's even gone 75 miles an hour on the interstate in this vehicle. That is no the most fucking Mississippi way. fucking thing I've ever, ever, even though it's they're from Texas, this is some Mississippi shit right here. Mm-hmm. You know, in Japan, the word Texas means crazy. <laughs> what does Mississippi mean? <laughs> I mean, it looks like the, the I'm not giant, telling you what Florida means. It looks like the giant shopping cart from, uh, uh, jackass. jackass. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Is that the shopping cart <laughs> yeah, from Jackass?" <laughs> no, it's not. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome, Welcome to, to Cruising the, the Coast. Yeah. <laughs> he should judge the flamethrower contest. Yeah. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is the flamethrower contest. Devo's on the other end of it. Steve-O's getting set on fire. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time he did it for a for a stunt. Steve-O won, what, would win the flamethrower contest by lighting his farts on fire. Ah. Alright, Jacob, one, what, what is this next one? <laughs> Alright, this is probably also going to be boring as hell, but... Uh... Old school RuneScape player goes on an emotional roller coaster after hackers strip his account of items worth four point billion in gold. Hell it's does a... that even mean? Is all was that Ingle? Wait, uh, what do you not understand? Like four point like four point what billion in gold? Oh, four point eight billion. I'm just okay. I can't read and I read it wrong. Okay. 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 Uh, four point well, eight billion in gold. The... But what does that What's translate to rate? in yeah, <laughs> yes. in regular well, I, dollars? In people uh, money. <laughs> hopefully they'll tell us. All right, so imagine what it would be like to spend hundreds of dollars and thousands of hours amassing an unparalleled fortune in a game you love, only to have it all taken away. Heartbreaking is a big word, but it will definitely be fighting back uh, tears. Pretty much the exact tragic tale has come to surprise to a surprisingly happy conclusion. For self-described giant RuneScape fanatic and content creator Darth Microtransaction. Mm-hmm. After, what a great name, by the way. <laughs> I think that's actually a, a, an EA-exclusive Star Wars character. Darth Micro- Microtransaction. <laughs> After losing every item he had earned in old-school RuneScape to hackers, which thanks to a Herculean effort and help from followers was virtually every item in the game, he's now got everything back. As Darth Microtransaction explained in a video, uh, this actually began years ago. Grinding to build up a maxed out bank account and acquiring everything he wanted in the game, he decided to do the next logical thing and started gambling in the duel arena and lost it all on 17 bad coin flips in a row. (laughs) So he didn't stop at 16 bad (laughs) coin flips in a row. (laughs) Okay, here's, here's a little... It says, after spending... 
$1,000 plus $500 in Steam currency, and with in-game gold donations from fans of his channels, he amassed a fortune of $4.8 in gold and bought everything. I think uh, Darth Microtransaction is his Christian name. <laughs> I think it might be. I'm That's gonna... what they gave him when he went to Ellis Island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to read this quote from him as what I think he would sound like. Dual Arena is cancer and has since been cut out of the community. You actually can't do it anymore. So when I realized, hey, my terrible gambling issue of wanting to stake my gold is gone, I'm going to rebuild my RuneScape account. And this time, surely, everything is fine. Even if I wanted to be stupid, I couldn't. I'll have every item in the game. I'll rebuild it, and everything will be back. I'll be back to RuneScape. That's how he looks like he talks. Yeah. And well, long story short, uh, he got everything back because his followers gave him all the stuff in the game again. Sounds like, well, shit, I wish I had followers that like that. Right, that'll just spend thousands of dollars to give you all of this stuff back that you spent thousands of dollars to get. It's meaningless bullshit <laughs> that, you yeah. know, I have amassed over the years. But I once gambled away. Right. All right, on our next story. Uh, this is from usatoday.com. Missouri high school teacher put on leave after district officials discover her OnlyFans account. Uh, Brianna Coppage, 28, taught at St. Clair High School in Franklin County, about 50 miles, 55 miles southwest of St. Louis. Uh, she says, I'm very aware that I'm probably never going to teach again. She said in an interview, I'm sad about that. I do miss my students. Um, and they miss her. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> I uh, said there is an expectation that teachers should be moral leaders of students, and I do not agree with that. I taught the curriculum, I taught students reading and writing, and I didn't guide them on my thoughts or beliefs. Here's I made a a post about this a few weeks ago. Like m maybe if you're if we maybe teachers wouldn't need OnlyFans accounts if we paid them enough money to not have to have OnlyFans accounts. How about that? Yeah. It's now, shocking to me. Of course, she might have wanted an OnlyFans account and still would have had it. But, but even still. Yes, I agree with that 100%. It's fucking America. I mean. Right. Right. Wait, first off, who was the uh, official that found it? That's what I want to know. Mm, exactly. Found, Are they all, still subscribed? Yeah. I would like to know the, how many months were. Right. Did he buy any of the pay-per-views? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy or to me that we're still Did she buy any of the pay-per-views? Oh yeah. I, I mean, assuming I'm assuming that it's probably one of the students found it and doxed her out. Probably it's a possibility. I mean, why are we firing teachers for having OnlyFans accounts for basically just showing some, you know? Showing skin, pussy, Jason. Yeah, they're showing pussy. Showing your, uh, your, your naughty bits. But yeah, we're just letting people run up into fucking schools with automatic weapon and blowing away little kids. We're cool with that, what right? Maybe an OnlyFans teacher could stop that from happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, right put your gun down, big man. <laughs> I mean, we are so like, have we gone into the upside down? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, you know, if I was being taught by a by a person who was doing porn, I would be very uh, I, I happy would, about that. I would. Pay, I would pay attention in class. I'd pay way fucking more attention if that happened. <laughs> yeah, Where were these dude. teachers when I was a kid, man? Honestly, they probably were teaching. It's just that it was harder to find <laughs> one tape and, and a sea of tapes. <laughs> you know, right. the internet did not exist, and if they did. It was postage stamp size, so you couldn't tell that was who that was. <laughs> yeah. See, and what makes me the maddest about this article is the fact that in all of these articles, it's like, oh, another teacher gets fired, and then they don't put the link in the article, man. Yeah. Give us the so, link, buddy. Well, Give never us mind. the link, gonna, you cowards. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not hard to find. Yeah, I mean, we need to support this teacher. This poor out of work teacher. She got fired. She just got. We got to support her. That's basically what it is. What is your username? I will. I will subscribe immediately. You have a free preview site. Send me a link. And you know, everyone at the school subscribed after that. That's right. It's like, oh, she doesn't work here anymore. Subscriptions. More people are subscribed to her OnlyFans than PewDiePie. Oh yeah. All right. On to the next one. This is coming from Yahoo Finance, and it is a... Okay, I just read this fucking headline, and I don't know what the fuck I just read. It's a wild <laughs> it's a wild headline, boys. I do want to say that <laughs> the fact that Yahoo, of all people, has a finance page is I'm gonna a s- lot of audacity there. I'm going to sit back. Oh, no, no shit. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to sit back and, and let Jacob read this, and I, I want you to untangle this fucking web of madness right here okay so elon musk's newest half sibling is a four-year-old born to his 77 year old father and stepdaughter resumed giving him two thousand dollars per month in support so okay let's start this off word by word okay 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 elon musk's newest half sibling is a right. four-year-old born? Born? It, it, was he born at four years old? Like, did he? Was he in yes. the womb for four years? Emerged, <laughs> emerged <laughs> as a toddler. Okay. Speaking to his seventy-seven-year-old father. Oh, that's old, but it's plausible. Elon Musk's father. Yes. Yes, Elon Musk's but. father. And I do wonder how he was able to give birth to this child. Continue. <laughs> okay, to his 77-year-old father and stepdaughter. To Elon Wait, Musk's what? stepdaughter? Not, now, that's where you lose me. Is it Elon's or his father's, father's stepdaughter? I believe it's his father's stepdaughter. Ah, the old Woody <laughs> Allen, huh? And, res- oh, yeah. and it says, resumed giving him $2,000 per month in support. Who? Who's giving who $2,000 a month right. in support? Look, we can go through this with a fine-tooth comb real quick, okay? Uh, this, 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 Yahoo really is lucky that they're still in business. Continue. <laughs> okay. All right. Elon Musk, uh, the dynamic entrepreneur behind powerhouse companies like Tesla, SpaceX, blah, 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 uh, celebrated the birth of his 11th child, recently posted having children is saving the world. His dad, Errol, might feel the same way. Early Musk's early life offers more insight into the intricate family tapestry. Elon is one of three siblings born to Errol and May Musk. Growing up, he shared many childhood moments with his brother Kimball and sister Tosca. Uh, they, his parents separated and his father was lonely. 
The decision was not indicative of a warm father-son bond. The relationship was fraught uh, with tension early on. All right, we don't need to know all of this. Come on. Why don't we have his whole ass? See, the thing is, is that if you're rich, it is a family tapestry that is being woven here. If you were in Alabama, that's just the trailer park. Yeah, it's not House (laughs) of the Dragon. It's fucking... All right, in 2022, a big piece of news came out. Elon's dad had a child with Jana Bazudinhout, his former wife's daughter, in 2019. Elon found out about the half-sibling on Father's Day in 2022. Errol, at age 77, expressed his views, saying, the only thing we are on Earth for is is to reproduce. Errol, who already has seven kids, said, if I could have another child, I would. I can't see any reason not to. But there's more to the story. In 2017, Jana gave birth to a boy named Elliot Rush. This wasn't widely known until years later. So there's, they're 42 years apart. Uh, when Errol and Jana's mother, Heidi, got married, Jana was entire four years old. Age. Oh my god, dude. They're a whole middle-aged man apart. <laughs> dude, this is insane. I mean... So Hi- Heidi and Errol were together for 18 years and had two children. And when they got together, Jana was four. So there's no way this wasn't a grooming from four years old. Ugh. That is so creepy. All three of us are just silent for a moment. <laughs> just, just breathing that in. Like, what is happening? Did we let okay, this so, guy buy Twitter? <laughs> like, what are we doing? What so are we Elon doing? Had- Elon has been giving his dad $2,000 per month, but he stopped when he heard the news about the new kid. But after Errol threatened to take his own life, Elon started payments again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill myself if you don't give me two grand a month. Okay. And that's just how that story ends. That was yeah. all of it. I mean, I, one, why was that even a story? It doesn't feel like we learned anything other than... I learned we a lot, Molly. <laughs> well, anything of of any value. I haven't learned anything of any value other than the fact that you can basically get away with all kinds of shit if you have the means. Oh, yeah. If you got um, money, then you can definitely groom a kid. What I've learned so far is that Elon Musk's Allegedly. family tree is the shape of a pencil. <laughs> There's there's not so much branches as there are slight deviations. Right. Dude, it's in the shape of a fucking pie chart. <laughs> around and around and around. All right, here's one for Wally. Uh inside the magic.net, Disney erases iconic character to satisfy sensitive viewers. Uh Disney's animated masterpieces might be the bedrock on which the medium is founded, but not everything is all Mickey Mouse and Bambi. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's see. Where, where is the meat of the fucking story here? It's inside the magic. You made a mistake. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Disney has reportedly set their sights on remaking Bambi as their next project. Uh, let's see. Uh, the grim scene with Mammy's mother is one of the most infamous scenes. Uh, although the scene is pretty well known, blah, 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 blah. Disney is reportedly cutting the central plot point out of the new adaptation. 
So they're going to not kill Bambi's mom in the new Bambi? Yeah. Or die of natural causes. <laughs> what, is she going to abandon him? I have deer cancer, <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> I have deer cancer. I mean, look. Bambi. My horns are falling off because of the chemotherapy. I understand that, you know, that some of that stuff's hard to watch when you're a kid, and it's very emotional, and, like, that made me cry as a kid, you know, but, like, it teaches you about death and things like that. Like, it, it, I don't know. It's, I think things like that are important. No, I don't think this is true. Uh, Does it have a source? Uh, let's it, see. it might not be true, Wally. I don't exactly because it's vet inside these the magic. That's what I'm trying to say. Inside uh, the magic is known for being bullshit. Who wrote this? <laughs> Does it say who wrote this? It'll probably uh, say inside the magic staff. Uh, it says written by Zach Gas. Oh, I know that guy. Okay, uh, former right is but, a writer from East Tennessee with a passion for all things under the Disney name. Oh, really? Uh, it, it, does it tell them? Does it say anything about where they got that information? Just that they're taking a stab at it. Uh, let's see, it does not link any uh myth. Oh, he made busted. it up. He links, made it up. Links to a <laughs> a, a TikTok by at Ethan Trace. Oh, so his. So he's using TikTok as a credit. We know that's hack. As a yeah. source, we know that's hack. <laughs> wow, that uh, is right. the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. It, it reminds me of we got this covered. Do you guys? Oh my god, know? I hate them so much. Right, yeah, inside the magic is the Disney version of that. Oh, okay, yeah, I blocked it, everything. We got this covered. Like, oh, I don't me too. See their stuff I once, I once accidentally clicked on a link to we got this covered because somebody had shared it, and it's like, oh god, oh, oh, oh I need to shower. <laughs> once I realized where I had gone. Oh my god, this is this is a story straight out of. Well, we're going back to uh, News Five WKRG out of Mobile. Oh, you want to read this one, Jacob, or you want me to read? Yeah, it? I'll read it. So, City of Mobile accuses Biloxi police of dropping off homeless people here. (laughs) Mobile, Alabama. A letter written by Mobile Chief of Staff James Barber claims that the Biloxi Police Department and City of Biloxi have played a role in Mobile's increased homeless population. According to the letter, interviews with some of the homeless people, allegedly from Biloxi, have suggested that Biloxi and police insinuated that the homeless person is violating one or more criminal statutes. The officer then implies that Biloxi does not have adequate social service programs to assist the homeless, according to the letter. It is then implied that the officer will either take them to jail or they can be taken to Mobile, Alabama, leading the officer to drive the homeless to Mobile and drop them off near a shelter. Barber also... Right. Barber also accuses Biloxi of offering help to the homeless and dropping them off in Mobile. Uh, okay. Here's you a- have to clean up the streets for cruising the coast. Yeah, I was. So just, I, I understand. You stole my joke, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was just well, going to say they they can't go around roasting homeless people <laughs> with their plate throwing. <laughs> <clears throat> and I I know for a fact that they're doing this because the city of Ocean Springs did the same thing for a while 
where they would pick up a homeless person in Ocean Springs and then drop them off by the Welcome to Van Cleave sign. Oh, I know. I I did know that that was happening. Yeah. How can we have oh. enough money for cruising the coast, which is great for the coast economy, but we can't afford to have a fucking homeless shelter here to give people some help? Like, r- why? No, why? God, no. Why? To tell me I why. Mean, let's all get, of Van Cleave is basically a homeless shelter. Let's get fo- let's get Fofo on the on the uh, the podcast here. We'll ask him, Mayor of Biloxi, old Fofo Gillich, and be like, "Hey, Fofo, yeah." His name's well, Fofo I'm trying to Gillich. get a Wendy's Fofo Fo. <laughs> get him. Let's get him on the show. We'll ask him, like, why why do we have why can we have cruising the coast, but we can't have at least one homeless shelter? To, to we'll help ask him, can out. I get six nuggets instead of fo Fofo Fofo? <laughs> Uh, it's upsetting i think that we could we, we should start an, uh like a homeless shelter the the open micers uh, homeless shelter and Home. that way we can have a place to have an open mic every yeah. spot with that. a guaranteed Dude, crowd. built-in crowd right there right <laughs> if you leave you don't get to eat ah oh, god dang Dude, it. how do you they think they me. cleaned up the new york in the 90s and uh, San Francisco became such a a mess of homeless people because Rudy Giuliani used to uh, gather up all the homeless people and bust them out of New York to San Francisco. That's what happened. Look That's it a up. long bus ride, dude. Yeah, it is. That's what happened. Why did Why did they stay Maybe. on the bus? Yeah, why would you stay on the bus? I would get off. They were some sending point. them to San Francisco, where the weather's better and there are people there to, to help them. Cost of living is so hot. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't back in the nineties. They don't have any cost of living though. I mean, yeah. comparatively, it still would have. Been... <laughs> they don't have to worry the about cost that, of actually. living is zero. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's zero everywhere. So. At this point, it's zero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we got two more to get through, through, fellas. Here we go. That's, uh, All right. All you, Jason. All right. Uh, from People Magazine, uh, Martin Scorsese. I don't even want to read this. It makes me feel gross. Martin Scorsese's daughter, Francesca, quizzes director on modern slang. He low-key slayed. <laughs> I included this just for you, Jason, because you don't know any slang. Uh, That's for you, Jason. <laughs> I am very annoyed by this. Uh, Martin (laughs) Scorsese is effortly crushing it on TikTok. The legendary filmmaker made another appearance on daughter Francesca Scorsese's TikTok as the 23-year-old quizzed him on modern slang. Martin proved to be pretty savvy, nailing the definitions of tea, ick, through shade, and hits different. But there are a few terms he was asked about that he didn't quite get. When asked about the definition of sneaky link, the doctor get uh, the director guessed there are personal peccadillos that you may have. What is a peccadillo? It's forty um, slang that he's doing. yeah he's tech, he's got some like forties yeah. thirties slang. Um, right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Francesca then explained it was more like a more like a booty call. To which he replied, "We never used that term. We never saw specific people in my day." <laughs> <laughs> what? What he's saying is, is that uh, it was far more casual. You probably wouldn't even know their name. <laughs> With, and a sneaky link, if uh, if I'm understanding correctly, is is just somebody that you wouldn't want other people to know you were fooling around with. Right. So a, a sneaky link would be like if you're in a relationship. It's basically just cheating. 
I've never heard of Sneaky Link in my life. I don't know what that it, means. It's someone you hook up with on the DL. Okay. All six of my girlfriends are that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, are we are we ready to get to the last story yeah, of the night? Here we go. Last one. Yes. All right. This I'm glad this one's mine. Microsoft being AI generates images of Kirby doing 9-11. Fucking what? (laughs) (laughs) Humans keep blowing past AI generators Uh. guide rails, demonstrating how controllable the technology can be. (laughs) Uh, And it's literally just Kirby doing 9-11, dude. Holy shit. I I just... Dude, if, these are when fucking. He, when he sucks up nine, when he sucks up the towers, what powers do he get? Dude, you should. See, <laughs> he oh gets my the power to smell steel beams. You gotta see these pictures, Wally. They're fucking. They're like Kirby is in the cockpit on the planes, and they're <laughs> send me a link. <laughs> and he's fly- waving. He's waving dude. <laughs> on Facebook. Right. S- send Wally. He's a- waving like oh it's the God. happiest day uh, of his life. Right, send Wally I'll- a link while I read this. Yeah, basically. I'm sending you the link right now. All right, as reported by 404 Media, people have figured out ways to use Bing AI image generator to create images of famous characters like Nintendo's own Kirby, recreating the terrorist attacks that happened on September 11, 2001. So it's not just Kirby, it's a lot of them. (laughs) This is happening even though Microsoft's AI image generator has a long list of banned words and phrases, including 9-11, Twin Towers, and terrorism. The problem is that the AI tools and their filters are usually easy to evade or work around. In this case, all you have to do to get Kirby the terrorist is input something like Kirby sitting in the cockpit of a plane flying toward two tall skyscrapers in New York City. Then Microsoft's AI tool will, assuming the servers are overloaded, uh, create an image of Nintendo's popular character Kirby flying a plane toward what appears to be the Twin Towers or the World Trade Center. (laughs) No. Why would you do that? I accidentally got past their guardrails once. Because you're... Like, I, I asked it to do a bunch of, like, on the same day I got the one I accidentally got, I asked it to do a whole bunch of, like, wrestling-adjacent things, yeah. um, and it wouldn't do it because it said it was too violent, you know? Like, like Stone Cold Stunner, uh, 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 Stone Cold Steve Austin doing the Stone Cold Stunner to Elmo at WrestleMania 18, yeah. and uh, it wouldn't do that because it was too violent. Uh, but I did get a picture of um the cookie monster throwing milk in superman's face during a promo for a wwe event and it, it was spectacular <laughs> i'll that, have to send that to you please if I can do. Find it. but uh yeah it's so i it's it's weird the stuff you can't do uh a lot of times but you know kirby doing how to live is kind of a blatant um, <laughs> you should not be able to do that. Uh, Here we go. I'm going to send this to you. Uh, let's see. Share. And I'm going to send this to Jason. Man, that was a that was a roller coaster, guys. <laughs> that it was really a, was. That had we had some ups, we had some downs, we had high highs, we had low lows. But man. <laughs> That was a, a fun go. journey. Headliners I'll 3, Kirby to... did 9-11. <laughs> Kirby did do 9-11. It was uh, Who it's knew? in the history books. Who knew? But, uh... So, so is uh, any of you 
promoting anything? Um, I am not. <laughs> what about you, Jacob? I'm promoting that Teachers Only fans if you want to get at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, this is insane. <laughs> it looks Send it like... to Jacob because I can't find it now. Huh? All right. It looks like uh, Superman's face is exploding. Okay. Look, if Kirby ate one of the hijackers on 9-11 to get their powers, would he just turn into a giant box cutter? Yes. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, we're at the end of the episode. Uh, so anything we want to throw out there before we leave, Wally? Anything going on we want to talk about before we go? Dead Game is still out there. We've basically canceled it, it seems, because it's uh, unsustainable. Nobody's listening. And uh, <laughs> there is uh, my Patreon, which is um, the... Uh, I don't know the name of it. Patreon.com slash real big wall. You can go there and you can actually see there's a link there. If you pay $3 to go to my work in progress novel. And there's a whole bunch of my D and D games and whatnot. And, uh, uh, you know, the only other thing is that I will be appearing at the welcome to mobile sign soon. So. Awesome. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got that. I got it. <laughs> And, uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be dropping you off over there, you know. So, <laughs> what about you, Jacob? Officer. What uh, what you got going on? I'm just still trying to get Diet Coke to sponsor me as an athlete. Uh, they won't return my emails anymore. Uh, I'm really I, I okay. So I have this boxing match coming up. I'm I'm fighting this kid. His nickname's the Viper, and I'm just trying to get some sponsors on my banner. Before I bring this kid into a new world of pain, uh, and guys, just get just get into our Patreon, and you can listen to this as soon as it comes out every single month. Headliners is a fucking gas of a good time. I don't know why you're not in it for a dollar a month. Just do it. And uh, all I want is uh, the cook at Waffle House to make my breakfast potatoes because he ain't want to make me breakfast potatoes. <laughs> 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 uh, but if you want to email us or email us or mail us some breakfast potatoes you can send it to openmicerspodcast at gmail.com these shows are supported by our patreon every month patreon.com slash podcast. throw us a little money and we'll keep doing these extra episodes every month if you want more of them give us more money so go over there and do that and thank you guys and we will see you next week I laugh so hard I have a cramp in my leg. (laughs) There's a Krampus. (laughs) This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production.